Aquila Amin, your host of Copy That. Welcome to a brand new episode. I am here with my girl, Gliana. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, and we're sipping on peppermint tea because we like to keep things chill. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, man. I am glad you came, Glee. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to call you Glee. I hope that's okay. Yeah. yeah okay. 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 Literally everyone. <laughs> I'm like, I forget to call you Gliana, but Glee. Okay. No, All right. So for those of you who don't know, I feel like I'm introducing one of my favorite people. Um, and I can't wait to talk about your journey. I met you as not even a PA. You came in to shadow one week. Right. I literally was so fresh out of college. I had just finished grad school, undergrad, like, I think it was like three months. Uh huh. I literally was like, we met when I was like 22 years old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fresh out of school. Fresh out of school. And we were just like, this young lady is going to come and shadow us for a week in the production office. And I think we knew that you were interested in art and props. And <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. Like, so right now you're a costumer. Right. We'll talk about that. But you definitely were like production, art, props. You came and you were part of, uh, you got to shadow. What was like, first, how did you even know to contact us to shadow a project? And then like, what was it or what at that time did you think you were going to be doing in this industry? Mm. So at that time, I honestly had no idea because the film program I did at my college it was just like a general film program so I know for like schools out here they have more focus like a producer's program or a director's program but for me it was general so it's like I learned basic things but I didn't know exactly which department I wanted to be in so I just wanted to get my foot in the door get in the industry and just figure it out as yeah. I was going so um it actually kind of just like all fell into place and I got a connection my godmother, she knew someone who worked in the industry, and she knew I went to school for that and had just graduated. Mm -hmm. So she kind of was like, well, let me contact my friend and then see. So she contacted her, contacted her friend who contacted her friend, which some kind of way ended up to you guys calling me. <laughs> and was like, hey, do you want to come for a week? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know how this happened, but it happened so fast. So I got on the plane and was like, I'm just going to go. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, That speaks to, like connections and networking and even like it's funny because you know like we'll get parents who'll be like you know you should call Oprah or you know those different things but just like the fact that somebody your godmother knew what you were interested in right. and was able to use her connect mm -hmm. to connect with somebody else right I'm so big on that it's so important mm -hmm. to like just be a connector and a facilitator for people you never know where that goes right. because like you left a lasting impression on that week. Like you were just that in like, she literally was just shadowing and she was like, I can help wherever we probably gave you some paperwork. I don't know. But you also like, you just had a certain demeanor mm -hmm. and you were excited to be on set and you were professional. And I think that spoke volumes. Mm -hmm. And that was just one week, one week interaction that we had with you. Yeah. And then I remember I guess you made the decision to move to L.A. Right, because I was at that time I was up in the air about if I was going to move and if I did win. Mm -hmm. So when I came for that week, once I went back home, I was like, 
Yeah. When I once I yeah. once I went back home, I was like, okay, I need to move because everyone was like, you just have to be here because things happen so fast here. It's really like the night before people will text you, call you like, hey, can you work tomorrow? Yeah. So it's like you can't do that from another state. Right. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to move in two months. So I went back in March, and then I moved here in May. Mm -hmm. So it actually has been like four years since I moved already. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And it was perfect timing because um, at the time, the person who was our production coordinator on that show, she had just started a new show. Mm -hmm. And I know she brought you in as a day player. And then Mm -hmm. I was starting a new show. Right. And... I was able to ultimately bring you in as a PA Mm -hmm. with that group. Right. And I don't know, like, I kind of feel like um, for you, and you have, like, peers who started, you know, who started in this industry recently, do you feel like the your in into the industry was a little bit faster or, like, a little bit more stable? What would you say? I definitely feel like it was a little bit faster. Like, after knowing everything I know now from starting – I can see it was faster, but just because it happened faster and just because of my age, I feel like sometimes people wouldn't take me as seriously or they would look down on me or they kind of would be like jealous or have some kind of spite towards me. But it's like, I paid my dues. I did the hard work. Like I was a PA for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, I started over from departments. Like I started in production, then went to costume. So it's like, I'm doing the work. (laughs) I have done the work. And it's like, you can't just look at someone someone's age because it's like I also have coworkers and colleagues who are customers who are even younger than me, and it's mm-hmm. like they have put in the work too. So yeah. that kind of mindset just needs yeah. to be like done with. Yeah. But obviously, it's not. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I know some people it takes longer, but you just have to make those connections and network. And for me, sometimes it is a little bit hard because I might be shy and I don't want to talk to people, but. I just have to work on that mm-hmm. and just make those connections because honestly, the biggest percentage of jobs comes from networking. You're not going to find these jobs online because a lot of people, a lot of times people will be like, how did you find that job? And it's like, cause I knew somebody who was working on it because you're right. not going to find that online. Yeah. Like that's the true meaning of it's all in who you know and who you talk to. Um, but I want to even go further back cause you're from Louisiana, right? Or well, you were living there. I was living there, okay. but I'm originally from the Bay Area, like That's Northern right. California. Yeah. So I was born in San Jose, California, and I grew up in that area until around like 15 years old. Okay. And then I moved to Louisiana and then stayed there through college and then moved here. Okay. But it's like, I've been into the arts and in the media and all that because when I was 13, I actually was in this program. Mm-hmm. It was like through my church. It was called Teens for Christ, but it was like legit. We were like at a media center and it was like, we would rotate positions. Yeah. So I would work the cameras. Yep. I would like be on the switching board and do the graphics and like yeah. all that. So it's like, in reality, I've been in this industry for over 10 years already. And, like that's a real skill. I'm glad you said that because I used to work in a church mm-hmm. with a serious media department. And I feel like we would definitely take teens under our wing. Mm-hmm. And these teens would be like on the cameras. Uh, like you said, doing the, they might, they get trained on the switchers. So they might be a technical director for a Sunday service. And this is like a live service that's being live streamed. So, or like special big events. And that's a real skill that these young people have and they're going out into the world. And I'm, I'm big on like, you can do the work where you are. So that I feel like you were kind of like wherever you were, like that was a skill set that 
taught you things, technical things, but right. like how to be on set, mm-hmm. even though it was like a church setting. That's a real skill. Yeah. 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 So you definitely have been in this industry for a long time. Like, and you did, uh, so you were in Teens for Christ. Was that the program you were telling me about? Like you were? Yeah, that was the program. So okay. it wasn't like specifically at the church. It was like a media center. We would record live shows and they would oh, nice. go like on the local TV station. Cause back then YouTube wasn't as popular. Right. So, but it would be like, oh, go on channel nine or channel five. And it, it was there. Yeah. But it was like, we were over there hustling the cameras and yeah. all that. Cause it's like, this is live. You got to get it together. This is no joke. Wow. So it was like, that's how I started. And then obviously I was like still in high school and stuff. So it was kind of like on and off until I got to college, but I was always into art and all that. <laughs> when I started college, I was actually an art major first oh, wow. with a concentration in photography because I was like heavily into photography in high school. But then I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> so I kind of switched yeah. it up, changed, but it's still the arts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So like, so you've been out here four years, but you've been at it for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I totally support that. I often say like, I've always known I wanted to be in this industry somehow. So like, I've always like, even if it was like theater at a young age or like, I've always somehow been behind the scenes or got on sets mm-hmm. If it was like our local news or our local channel 33, like somehow. I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in college, I actually had a job and I was working at the local news station yeah. part time. So it was like I was working the cameras there in the teleprompter. And like oh, wow. even when I got like a little more into it, mm-hmm. I was like editing some of the clips that were oh, like wow. the playback. Yeah. And I did that for like a year. So yeah. it's like I literally have always been doing this yeah. and always known I wanted to do this. Yeah. So like even when I was in college, I had like internships on movies and stuff Uh that's where I kind of started when I was like maybe I want to do props because I started as an art intern because I was getting like credit for school Uh but then the props intern they had quit so they had me like going back and forth between both departments oh wow so I was like oh props is kind of cool uh-huh but then after like getting out here and in the industry I was like maybe I don't (laughs) (laughs) it was cool for that right it was cool but (laughs) That was like a low budget independent yeah. film. No, I'm not yeah. doing that big time. <laughs> I love that. Like that is so cool. I love that. Um, again, like starting, you can start wherever. You don't have to be in the in this industry. But like you said, if you're trying to, um, actually get a job mm-hmm. and work, then it's better to be out here right. because we will call you last minute, yeah. <laughs> and we, you know, like, and if you can't take it. Cool, but you know we're not doing pre-employment for like months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't often work mm-hmm. that way. Um, so now, like, so you're in LA, you're a PA. So several things I want to like. What was your experience as a PA on? I know you did a lot of television shows, mm-hmm. um, like, and like let's talk through like some good experience, some bad experience. Like, what are your highlights, um, and what tips may, may you have for people as a PA? Okay. As a lot, so, I, know. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened, but then it's like, you know, when bad things happen, you're like, I'm just going to push that to the back of my brain because I just need to keep moving forward. So I'm going to try to think of some things, but it's yeah. like just the dumbest stuff has happened. And it's like, come on now, we're all adults here. Good things for sure is like meeting people, just mm-hmm. being in the industry as a whole and like at the end of the day it's fun it's like yeah no one gets to do this all the time and yeah it's like I'm working on tv shows and it's like yeah I'm in the office at the time I'm running errands but at the end of the day I work on a tv show so yeah. it's cool um pros like I said is meeting people making those connections just working on a tv show in general um 
doing what you love, mm-hmm. like it might in that moment, it may not have been exactly what I wanted to do or what I thought I may have wanted right. to do, but I had my foot in the door and I was one step closer. And it's exactly. like, at that age, you're just so young and it's like, just soak up whatever you can as a sponge. And it honestly, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like if you're starting over, just yeah. soak it up. Yeah. Like learn everything. But some cons I would say is definitely like people's egos and attitudes. And it's just like, you don't have to treat people like that. Right. You don't have to treat people <laughs> like that. <laughs> But just if you have a good attitude about it and like just let it go. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't. I think that's an important part because there are egos and it could be like from PA to production manager to anybody. Like if there's egos, anybody's going to get the ego. Like, you know, especially if it's coming from a way higher up and you just kind of have to deal with those personalities. You can't like always pop off at Mm -hmm. people when you want to. You might There's not a be able time to control to place your for face. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all. That's me. That's me. And we had so many moments. Like I think, um, the show that we first worked on together, mm-hmm. um, when the way our office was set up is like Glee's desk was right outside of my office. So there would be like so many moments and especially as being like the only black women right. in these settings and just like look at each other and then like just the biggest side eye and then just keep going. Right. <laughs> like literally, I just remember like leaning my chair back and like beelining to you like, I know you just heard that. <laughs> like, come on. Those were like the greatest moments because you're not always in a space where you can connect with somebody mm-hmm. so easy. So that the, fa- the fact that we were just like, really yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. there were like moments like that was great and then you know like you deal with it and you push through mm-hmm. and like you said there's a time and a place right for everything right yeah um i feel like you might have like maybe i'm biased because we worked on some cool stuff together <laughs> but like you worked with like some legendary mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Like, what is that experience coming like? Because this is, you know, this is part of your dream. And, right. you know, like to see it, like you said, you might not be where you want to be in that moment, but to have like these experiences. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like we worked on the show with the wonderful, the great Loretta Devine. Right. And I feel like there were so many moments working with her that I was just like, this is Loretta Devine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, for me, it's like the fangirling, I keep that inside. But on the outside, I'm like, you doing yeah. like we're all people right of course i'm gonna treat you with respect but on the inside i'm like is this who i think it is <laughs> like <laughs> am i really like yeah just interacting with this person is just yeah. wild yeah but obviously being in the game for a little bit longer i feel like i was more used to it yeah but also not at the same time because it's just like wait literally that was my childhood watching you on tv right so what it what right it is very rewarding to just see like these people are kind in person because that is not always the case. Yeah, yeah. So I've definitely worked with some people where I'm like, okay, right. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely feel that. So I think it got to a point where, you know, like you're very good in producing and production, and you have it. But I think for you, you knew like this isn't <laughs> where right. I see my life. Mm-hmm. Like. Working in production management, you know, you're an office PA. Like you said, you were doing runs. There was a lot of paperwork. Mm -hmm. And 
and when I say like she has it, like she has like she had the attention to detail. I could trust her with certain paperwork, and I know it would be done properly. And like honestly, like start training you up to be the next level of that type of work. Mm-hmm. But I and I what I so appreciate you were able to be like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> and, I was like, mm. <laughs> which is. Like, which is so big because people do get stuck in positions Mm -hmm. and I, and because of your age, I didn't want you to get like all of a sudden, like, like I wasted so many years. So like, I'm always going to support that. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like twills, no, this ain't it. Um, but what was it for you that you knew like, Hey, I want to try costumes. Like, what was that for you? Um, I definitely will say the importance of not wanting to get stuck because I realized at that moment, like. Yes, I have started, and I also have built this to the point where it's like I could move to the next position. But then I was like, I don't want to get stuck in this loop and then mm-hmm. really start over once I'm already like way yeah. like up. So I was like, let me just start over now if I can because, yes, this time has passed, but not that much time has passed. Right. So, so for me, it was just like learning and absorbing all the um, departments on set. So I was just thinking like, what would I like to do and like, actually really enjoy it because production was cool but a lot of times it was like on the computer and behind the desk and I feel like I've had like a thousand jobs already so <laughs> I already had like a whole bunch of desk jobs and like on the computer when I was in college and I li- I was just like I don't want to do this anymore because it's like I had already done that right and it's like yeah we're working on tv shows but then at the end of the day I don't want to be answering phones and on the computer all day long so right. I want to be outside and just like mingling with people get some sunshine so just making connections on the second show that we worked uh-huh. on, I was like, okay, I think I want to go to costumes because at the end of the day, I do like clothes and it's like, I'm interested in this and I might as well learn if I can. And if mm-hmm. I can get in, might as well get in and try it and yeah. see how it goes and what happens. So that's what I decided. So I used those connections I had <laughs> and I started over as a costumes PA. And as I was learning and doing it, it was like, of course, there were things that I didn't know that you really had to do. And I was like, okay, this is different, but I can work with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I actually really like this. Yeah. And there's so many little different positions in costumes mm-hmm. where you can kind of like work your way around. So I was like, okay, this is good to know. Like, I won't always have to be in the office or maybe I won't always have to be on set. Like, right. you can switch it up depending yeah. on like what you're working on. So yeah, I was like. That's really cool. And I think that's another big thing because, like you said, working in the production office, you get to see so many. Mm -hmm. We're not in a silo. Like, we touch every department. I've said that multiple times on this podcast Um, because you're the face, and so many people are going to ask and call. Mm -hmm. And production is the wheel, like (laughs) the spoke, and everybody reaches out from there. So, like, you obviously were able to see the other departments and Mm -hmm. kind of like get a general idea of what they do and how they move and use your connections. But you wouldn't like, if you weren't, if you weren't a good PA, Mm -hmm. those connections would have meant nothing because they would have been like, right. Like there were several times I know like departments would be like, can you send Glee? (laughs) (laughs) I would get down there and be like, why did I have to come for this? (laughs) Yeah. But then like, People, because your reputation, people wanted to have you help on something. And then ultimately, that was like your end mm-hmm. to do something mm-hmm. else cool. Yeah. So, I like, agree with 
Yeah, I think like if you're unsure about what you want to do, starting as a office PA, mm-hmm. even a set PA is a good. That's a good way. starting point too. Yeah, I've never been a set PA, but I know a lot of people, and I know customers too who are set PAs first. And yeah, they got into customs like that. Yeah, but yeah, set PAs be working. <laughs> they, they do be working. It's like office PAs be driving, but set PAs be working. <laughs> They be working hard. Yeah. I'm like, how are you still standing? Right. Your feet don't hurt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Literally, though. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Oh, man. So now you're a costumer, and I know, like, you said, like, you're, um, like, you st- had to start as a PA, but now I know that you're in the union. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me a little bit about what your journey was in costuming and, like, what is your most proud moment okay. in that world? The journey, <laughs> the journey was not that great, oh, honestly. No. Oh, no. <laughs> like Let's I said, <laughs> like literally someone could be going through hell behind closed doors, but mm-hmm. still have a smile on their face and you would just never know. Right. Like, <laughs> first of all, most of this time is like going through COVID mm-hmm. and all the COVID protocols and all that stuff. And it's just like, mm-hmm. why is this happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like that on top of all the other craziness, but. It was just like, like I said, people's egos and just like, just because you know someone, it doesn't mean that you have a close-knit relationship with them. Just because you've worked with them before, you're automatically assuming and maybe thinking someone said this and someone said that. It's just like a lot of drama Mm -hmm. and rumors. And it's like some kind of way I was always getting tied into things that I had nothing to do with. Oh, man. So not my sweet glee, y'all. I will fight. <laughs> y'all think I'm playing? I literally should have called you and been like, "Come get these people because I literally just met them like yesterday, and oh, they're already no. like talking." Like, I was so over it, and yeah. I was honestly, it was to the point where I was ready to be done. Oh wow! With costumes and maybe the industry as a whole, because I was like, these people are so childish. Like these grown people, twice my age. Yeah, we're not in high school, right? Like, what is going right. on? But it's just like things turned around and. Yeah. I, the, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without okay. saying it, but things turned around and it was like, I got with a new team uh-huh. and it was just so much better. Yeah. And it's like working with them. I was like, okay, maybe this is a good thing. Like this will be a good thing. Yeah. And they ended up helping me get my days. Yes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> great. Perfect. Which means getting days puts you in, you can qualify for the union. Right. Because now. you have to work 30 days on yeah. the union project. It's a whole thing. Right. So once I got my days, I was super excited. And then obviously did the paperwork, paid the dues and all that. So I'm in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say, cause like, um, you and I both know Trinity. Mm-hmm. One things that, one of the things that she said when she was on was like, the days are like, too long <laughs> for you to like be going through like drama and not getting along seriously though because it's like yeah. we're at work more than we're at home i'm with you 12 to 15 hours a day yeah come on yeah like. and the fact that you were able to get into a new group and then realize it's like i love this job it's just the people exactly <laughs> exactly yeah 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 so you were working on season two of Grand Crew. Right. And what were you doing there? So, okay, right. That, that was your other yeah. question. <laughs> so I was actually the on-set customer for the main cast, which is like principal set customer. Okay. So I was with them for the whole season. And there's always going to be ups and downs to whatever yeah. project you're working on. But overall, it was great. Like, 
I loved working with them. And well, that looks like a fun cast. Like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like they're all comedians, so it's yeah. like they're constantly cracking jokes, and it's like, can I just eat my food? <laughs> that's yeah. really cool. And then on set costumer, that's more so making sure that their looks are consistent, right? And like continuity, yeah. and then just checking them. Like, there's a difference between standing right there in front of them and seeing them in person versus seeing them on the screen because mm-hmm. there's even though you're looking right at them, you might not see something that you see on camera. So it's like also checking on monitors to make sure that they look good. And then, like I said, continuity and just making sure the designer, the costume designer's vision is coming to life Mm -hmm. because he or she may not be on set all the time. So it's like, that's what my job is. Okay. To just check on them and make sure they're good. And like, usually I have like a onset um, costumer, like a partner. Mm -hmm. So we will like split the cast members in half and like, I will have the same three main cast members the whole season and then like whatever okay. day players or guest cast okay we will like split those up that sounds like so one either like either you're the person who can watch a tv show and be like uh-uh she didn't have that ring on <laughs> i hate it so much i'm like i can't even watch tv without being like what are these sweat stains like he's literally sitting on the couch <laughs> it's so bad but it's just like it's like natural but not natural because it's just like i know it could be better but then they also don't have to be perfect all the time. That's right. something I've had to learn because otherwise it might be a little bit unrealistic. Right. Depending on what the scene is and what's going on. Yeah. So it's like, if something's a little scrunched up, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be photo perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud of you. That sounds like really, Thank you. really fun yeah. work. Yeah. Um, what would you say, because you've been at this as a, uh, for a while, like, what like if somebody came to you asking for tips getting into the industry mm-hmm. what would you suggest i definitely would suggest like i said um making connections and just seeing is there anyone who works in this industry that you can connect with and kind of just have them be your mentor or mm-hmm. something because it's really hard not having that person or like i'm so grateful like i had you because honestly if I didn't have you, oh. you, I feel like I wouldn't be like where I am right now. Um, but yeah, honestly, that and just like have a good attitude and yeah. that will take you really far. And don't burn any bridges because you never know who you will see again. Like I see people and I'm like, oh, didn't I work with you last week on the other show I was day playing on? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm full time over here. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. You literally yeah. just never know. Yeah. Meanwhile, you could have burned the whole bridge. Somebody looked at you weird and exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're not bringing her on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you also have to be willing to put in work and there might be things you don't want to do. Like I said, like as far as being a PA, running errands, going to the grocery store and buying snacks, like those are the types of things like they don't teach you in college. When I became an office PA, I was like, oh, I have to go to the grocery store. Like, I hate <laughs> going to the grocery store, but now I love it. Right. I can just spend other people's money on snacks. <laughs> so. Right. And uh, fully stocked. I was, can I say, my team <laughs> spoiled me. And then when I go to other Yo. places, I'd be like, what What do you mean you don't have my chips? <laughs> like, Those jalapeno chips. Girl, you know it. <laughs> Those jalapeno chips. Oh, my gosh. I had some this week. <laughs> um, no, that's, uh, that's really good. And is there anything, like, that you've seen people do that you'd be like, maybe you shouldn't do that? Like... That stands out. I'm trying to think. Honestly, as far as like this day and age and technology, 
yes, you can take some pictures and videos, but like, don't post everything. Like, also for me, as far as like cast members, I'm not one to just be like, oh, can we take this picture? Can we take this picture? Maybe down the line if we've established a relationship, but it's like, we're all here to work. Yeah. And also, that can be very distracting to them because it's like, if you're just coming in midway through the season, today on set, it might be emotional scenes for the day. So they might have their headphones on. They're trying to like get in a sad mood and you're like, oh, hey, can we take a picture? And it's like, they're not even talking to anyone until they get on set. Right. So it's like, you just have to like be very mindful of the setting and your surroundings because you just never know what's going on. Like, yeah. That is a very big, big um, tip there because I know that I've actually seen PAs who are sweet as pie mm -hmm. who like want to take pictures with everyone and then post everything. Sometimes not realizing that the network will have like a social media um, like criteria, like mm -hmm. things you can and can't post. Sometimes the shows haven't been announced yet. Right. So it's like you can't post like I'm loving working on this show with X, Y and Z. And it's like, that's not even out yet. Now mm -hmm. you just put out something you weren't supposed to say. Right. <laughs> um, or like you said, like, you know, people are coming to work. They're not necessarily there just to take pictures. Again, there's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. And if you can um, absolutely respect that, like that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> right. It, yeah. 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 And like, it makes, sometimes it makes you come across, I mean, and you don't want to, but you come across like immature or unprofessional. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, or just like very green, very new and right, like right. not there for the same reasons. Right. I feel like when I was that green, I kind of was just like, I'm just going to stand back here and watch and see like what's going on and what everyone's doing because at the end of the day, I'm going to be a pro at this. So right. I'm just not going to be over here like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is so cool. And it's just like, yeah, everyone's looking at you like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. And I was, I'll also say like, I think what I realized about you um, when you first came on is one that you were more shy into yourself until you got to know the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Everyone. Right. Ever. <laughs> and then also, but like one thing I really appreciated was that you were a hard worker. And I have to emphasize this because I feel like I've come across like PAs who've been maybe PAs for a while and just kind of jaded with it or they don't want to be a PA. They might want to be a writer, you know, like mm -hmm. they don't see the life in this, but they come across as lazy mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, I can't even promote you or suggest you said like, if anybody's looking for a writer's PA, I can't like, you might be the greatest writer's PA ever, mm -hmm. but because the attitude that you put forth in this office, I can't say, yeah. I can't recommend you for this position. Right. Whereas like, for you, when anybody might have been looking for like a costume PA or something, be like, hey, she, this person didn't work in costumes, but she's an amazing PA and I know she'll be great for your department. Mm -hmm. And that goes a lot, you know, like, so your behavior and your attitude, I'll say attitude because we're all grown people, <laughs> your <laughs> attitude um, and just like your general outlook made it so it's like everybody wants you to win, that sort of thing. And that mm -hmm. goes a long way. And I do wish, I hope people, learn that and can bring that in there. Yeah, I totally agree with you because I feel like there's even been times where you have texted me like, hey, do you know any PAs? And it's like, sorry, no, because 
I am not mm-hmm. suggesting these people just for you to turn around and be like, who is this person right. who just sent me? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I definitely that. Per- I, I know that if I text you, you'll be like, you'll send me someone good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would definitely be like, now Glee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this was. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, remember that time? <laughs> there was someone and I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we all tried, though. Right. We tried. <laughs> But you also gave a disclaimer on that. So Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so that so like I feel like this is inside talk. If you're trying to get into this industry, mm-hmm. like these are things that we consider, these are things that we talk about, um, that you should know. Like, how should I present myself as a PA? And I mean, like, I think I think pandemic might have almost made being a PA a little bit more, I won't say easier, but it's a little different the task is a little different mm-hmm. now. Like my PAs that I've been working with, depending on the show, like they usually will order groceries for the office and have them That's delivered. what I was going to say. I feel like I can speak on both because I was a PA before the pandemic, uh-huh. during and like after low-key. Yeah. So it's like the grocery pickup, I was like, this is the best thing that ever <laughs> happened. But also it's just like pros and cons because yeah. then it's like, just all the PPE and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a whole nother right. PPE a- and PPE testing. Yeah. We were on some very strict shows, so like that made it a mm-hmm. little, that made it a lot crazy. Mm-hmm. But then there was also, um, I think you did, um, like script distribution is not the same. Oh my God, con. <laughs> <laughs> that was a con because literally being in the office till 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, like, printing scripts and it's like you would have to print like a hundred 120 copies but also it's a good thing now that it's more green saving the earth like everything because all that paper all that paper paper. when you're printing like five scripts a week Mm -hmm. and you're working on a show that's 20 episodes just think about the amount of paper yeah and there's a hundred and something crew members that's getting it um and when she says five scripts a week if you don't know it's like you'll come out like especially on the tv show you'll come out with the first draft that the first approved draft that you're going to use for the table read, the table mm-hmm. read copy. And then there's going to be revisions on that and revisions on that. Right. Maybe another set of revisions and then a locked copy. Mm-hmm. And then there might be like some pages that change the day of. So you're right. like doing all these. I used to be running to the printer like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't let the printer stop working. Uh, there has been times where it's like 11 o'clock at night and I was like the only one in the office and I'm like, I have to figure out how to fix this printer or else I'm never going to go home. Right, right. <laughs> like, And it really does feel like that. And even like way before that, I know we did it some of our shows, but like years before that. Oh, we're, script delivery. Script delivery. I still had to do a couple of those. Have, yeah. I like, yeah. depending on who it was, but who, I had to do a yeah. couple of those. Yeah, script delivery is not fun. Mm. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's really not so much. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, so the, it, it changed the description or like some of the things that you do change a bit, but they're all the same. It's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. Glee, thank you <laughs> so much for coming on this show. No problem. Um, while we were talking, um, Naya, our producer, was taking some notes for some like key takeaways. Okay, that we've learned from you today. Um. Hold on, this thing said I have to update now. Oh, there's so good. I got it. Okay. So key takeaway number one, mm-hmm. age doesn't matter. Just put in the work. Right. Like what you said, like, you know, you might have started off younger, mm-hmm. 
Um, but you've definitely put in like the work, the consistent work that allowed you to be promoted to be where you are. Um, and even the opposite, like if, like you said, if you're starting over and it doesn't matter what age you are, but you still just got to put in that work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, key takeaway number two, even before you move to Los Angeles, you can gain valuable experience locally, local news channels, church, different programs, et cetera. Even depending on where you're living, even some production, because it's like I was in Louisiana, so yeah, there is an industry out there, and it's like I worked on a couple projects. Yeah, And it was like there was even an opportunity when I decided to move. Someone called me because I had applied to be a PA, and they were like, hey, we want to have you. And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. but I'm actually moving. But like that hurt me so hard to decline that because I was like, what am I supposed to do now? But right. so glad I declined and just <laughs> came out here. Came out here and did it, yeah. Who knows where I'll be now. And like you said, there's places where industry exists. Like I know like in eastern North Carolina for a while, there was mm -hmm. a big industry in um, Georgia, right. New York, Chicago. There's different states that you wouldn't necessarily think of as filming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can get, again, get started where you are. Make connections. Takeaway number three, make connections. And find a mentor if you can. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm always harp on that. And if you follow my podcast, you know I'm always like, listen to this podcast. You might not have an actual mentor, but you have people who are sharing your their journeys with you. So, like, just listen to this. And these can be, you know, mentors here. And, like, work to establish actual connections so when you get out here, you'll be ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, number four, takeaway number four, having a good attitude, attitude will take you far. Don't, don't burn bridges because you never know who you'll work with again. Mm -hmm. That speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and finally, takeaway number five, be mindful of how you carry yourself on set. Taking pictures can make you seem green and unprofessional and may go against policy. Right. Because... Nine times out of ten, you're signing something in your deal memo anyway. Yeah. Yeah, people don't read those deal memos. They really don't. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, this is important. Let me read yeah. it. So when you start a job, like when you get hired on as crew, there's a lot of paperwork that you're going to have to do. And it feels just like a bunch of sign here, sign here, sign here. Mm -hmm. But you're like, you have a deal memo, which tells you your rate, um, some basic rules of the set. And a lot of times, like you're signing an NDA as well. Mm -hmm. And so you make sure you read that, like, so you know what you're able to do and what you're getting paid and what the rules are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Glee, where can people find you on Instagram if they want to, like, follow you and see your costume journey? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the problem. Like, I don't really post that much, but I do post a little bit. Uh-huh. Kind of just like, enough. Yeah, just enough. <laughs> but my Instagram is Glee, like, G-L-E-E -E underscore Nicole. At Glee underscore Nicole. Yes. All right. And of course, you can follow me at Twilla Amin. We'll be doing more of these podcasts. We, we took a break, but now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait for y'all to meet all my wonderful, wonderful guests. Again, thank you, Glee. No problem. I've enjoyed Thanks connecting with me. you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time.